0: Hello and welcome to the Pink Isle. My name is Henry Kathman, and, and joining... I'm
1: Emma Corey. Oh, hi. Hi.
0: So. Emma, are you ready to journey through another rainbow? Not the Fairytopia rainbow, but a rainbow-a a
1: smaller, a much smaller rainbow.
0: It's a little smaller rainbow built specifically for the one and only Thumbelina.
1: Yay! Yeah, so we're back
0: into the fairy tale adaptations, folks, and. I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest, because...
1: Christian Anderson is back in the game. Uh, They've revived him just to write the script for this movie, (laughs) as they
0: said. Yeah, so, according to the IMDb page, they list him as one of the core writers to this movie, and it's just like... I mean, I guess they're not wrong, because they also list, like, they listed the original author of the Nutcracker as one of the writers for the movie, so... I guess, but... I feel they st- like
1: it's what he would have wanted, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, Lord knows his gay ass could have used it.
1: <laughs> but, uh, either way, so, this is... We are in true, uh, unknown territory right now, because mm-hmm. neither of us know anything about this
0: movie. Yes. the I mean, I think I speak for the both of us when I say that. Our main frame of reference to the story of Thumbelina is that
1: Don Bluth film.
0: Yeah, that very
1: questionable- you, you even thought was lame when you were a child. God. But you watched it anyway.
0: A movie so brave and daring to ask the important question, what if we made a frog have tits and made it a terrible modern Latina stereotype? That yeah. will, in no way...
1: Also, what if there was a Gilbert Godfrey Beatle that, that wanted to, to oh! bang Thumbelina? Yeah.
0: Or, what? it? Was it
1: wasn't the 90s, a beautiful time. God.
0: It's one of those things where it makes you question, like, what did we even see in Don Bluth?
1: What? A lot of the Don Bluth films are really good, though.
0: Okay. Land Before Time, An American Tale, uh, Secret of Nim. Secret
1: of Nim. I kind of like Anastasia a little
0: bit. Uh, okay, fair enough. Anastasia's okay. But I
1: mean, it's not...
0: You, you, the... Are you a Stanford, that classic rock a doodle No! Or, uh... Or, uh, uh the, the Pebble
1: tr- and the Penguin. Oh, the
0: Pebble and the Penguin. Or the Trolls in Central Park? You
1: see, I haven't watched any of those movies, so I can't have opinions
0: on mm, them. But That's fair. I,
1: I like the good Don Blue film. Oh yeah, All's of... Dogs
0: Go to Heaven. That's a movie I haven't seen, but people tell me it's good, so
1: Yeah. Oh god. That yeah. movie is a little bit a little bit effed up. But yeah, that was a movie.
0: That, that certainly it was a existed, movie.
1: But this is a completely different movie, yeah. so
0: I mean, based off of the box art, like they seem to be going straight ahead into like Thumbelina being a fairy in this one. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but another element to this is that because this is a Thumbelina-themed thing, they're working with some different proportions with this Barbie. So it's the
1: big-headed little baby Barbie for whole movie. Just what you always wanted, Henry.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, you get the very distinct impression that they're like, shoot, okay, well, I guess we can't beat brats at this point, so might as well try and join them. Although, then again, I'm trying to remember when Bratz ended up going away, because I know that after the 2008 crash that their company did not recover I feel
1: like big-headed fashion dolls didn't really go away, though. They just kind of morphed into, like, Monster Monster High. High. Yeah, Yeah.
0: yep, that's fair. But with all that said, before we uh, get into this movie that is listed genre-wise, the official genre listing of this movie is fantasy, adventure, friendship... And family. And it's like, I guess friendship films are a genre now? Uh, uh... Emma, what's your favorite friendship film? Mine's Antichrist.
1: Mine? <laughs> well, I feel like any movie could be a friendship movie, if you think about it. Oh. Like, uh, you know, um, That's heartwarming. Exactly, like, uh, Black Swan is oh, a yeah. friendship movie.
0: Yeah, just, y- you see some real intense... Gal friendship.
1: Yeah, gal friendship. Just, Gals being pals. Um, just some
0: girls being friends. Oh. A Serbian film is a friendship <laughs> film.
1: It's, it's some kind of friendship, <laughs> all right. Uh.
0: <laughs> so, these are all films that hopefully our listeners aren't too familiar with. All right.
1: Hereditary uh, is a friendship <laughs> movie. Yeah.
0: I mean, aside from that, uh, returning as a director is Conrad Helton, who... I don't remember if we mentioned that this guy is going to be with us for a lot of these movies going forward, even going on to direct uh, the Dreamhouse Adventures series that was on Netflix, which we're going to be going into, listener. I don't know if we're going to do episode by episode yet, but that'll be something interesting to discuss. But one last thing before we jump in, uh, we also have Elise Allen returning as a screenwriter. Oh, Uh, it's a fairy thing, so... So, yeah, yeah. I guess that's just... Kind of her thing, so. Yeah. But Do you,
1: anyone interested in the cast list for this movie?
0: Aside from returning Barbie, uh, Kelly Sheridan. Kelly Sheridan. Voicing Barbie, but as you mentioned, Anna Kummer, or Kummer, <laughs> as Zumbalina, Tabsa St. Germain, and uh,
1: Kathleen, Kathleen, Kathleen Barr, Barr playing so- a character- named Vanessa. I wonder if she'll be the evil character again. Oh, I
0: wonder. I mean, I don't want to be too disrespectful to Kathleen Barr, because it's like, they seem to like her there, and she does the job okay, but at the same time, it's also just like, these are kind of the same characters. But they and... only
1: have one person who can play a dark magic lady, okay? Yeah,
0: I guess so. We'll but to I think there's gonna be only one way to find out, so.
1: Let's, uh, honey and shrink ourselves down. The, the size of- and stature
0: of Barbie Thumbelina.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good way for
0: that to go. Barbie has a new friend and Barbie Presents Thumbelina. Barbie and Thumbelina together everywhere. Whirling, twirling, flying high. She's soaring through the air. Now these two friends are off again. More adventures to share. Barbie with Thumbelina Doll is powered by you in the Barbie aisle. Also, Barbie Presents Thumbelina DVD coming in March. And we're back.
1: Everyone wow what a inspiring movie about how the secret to environmental protection is to placate the needs of the rich
0: that was a movie
1: (laughs) didn't really have anything to do with the the story of thumbelina yeah
0: really earned that writer's credit Hans Christian Andersen.
1: It was essentially kind of a Fern Gully meets B movie <laughs> plot going yeah, on. Yeah, which
0: of the two types of movies. Which we are Fern combined. Gully and B movie. <laughs> only two types <laughs> of movies. Those are the only two movies. We did it. Uh, yeah. But they somehow found a way to combine those. And, uh Yeah.
1: It was a uh, pretty, sort of, definitely very different than what I was expecting it was gonna be. It was yeah. was still kind of...
0: I was expecting I it to know. be a lot more overtly magical, but I guess they're going with more modern narratives now.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, it just felt like a, sort of a strangely paced movie.
0: It really did. Like... like
1: there are scenes that felt like shouldn't happen that didn't happen, and then just like a whole bunch of like kind of random fluff was put in there. Yeah,
0: so, I'm somewhat baffled by what could have been going on in the minds, aside from like, "Hey, we gotta get a new Bobby movie by December to make the quarterly report." But it's and, I don't know,
1: and I mean, I I, I don't always t- like those like kind of like. Secret Society of Tiny People type movies yeah. that, for some reason, were
0: very big for I, a while. But... I mean, you had The Littles, you had The Borrowers, uh, you had uh, Epic, you had uh, Arthur, Arthur and in the, the Invisibles. Oh, God, that one. Uh, but... I'll tell you this. I don't know how they did it, but they somehow made a more cynical-feeling environmentalist movie than The Lorax. And listener, if you know anything about me, it's that I hate that movie with a fiery passion. You're saying
1: you didn't get into the one no- slur fan?
0: <laughs> Emma, <laughs> I swear, Emma, you are my prized friend. I, a great co host, a great writer, a great, a lot of things. But, but you can never but, get me to appreciate
1: but how- the
0: one slur. <laughs>
1: But, 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 how bad? No!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this movie, it stars this, so they're kind of issuing all of the original story of, of the original Hans Christian Andersen thing. So the thing is, this movie, there's like this secret society of creatures called Twillerbees. Yeah, love the the, name, love it. Yeah, and there's a tiny girl named Thumbelina who is the bravest one at all.
1: She's kind of just sort of told at us at the beginning she doesn't really have an arc she's just yeah
0: like her whole thing is that like nothing changes about her all the only thing that changes is that like talks to a rich girl yep and placates her yep other than that it's just nothing really at all but
1: she's already invented uh extreme cliff diving and introduced it to her community so yeah oh
0: but we didn't even go into the freaking framing device okay so kelly sheridan barbie she's like a camp counselor i guess at a nature preserve and she's helping she has these students who are gonna be like all right you guys are now gonna go plant these trees and yeah which i mean okay that's Cute. I I've had siblings who went to science camps like that. That's always fun. But like for some reason, they have all these regular like trees, and then there's this one that's like a. It looked more like a, uh, orchid, mm-hmm. type thing, and not an actual tree. And then they're like saying like, oh, but that tree's small. It can't do anything. And but then
1: that's how they go into the message that.
0: Even the smallest yeah. person can make a big difference, which, I mean, that's true to some extent, but just...
1: yeah, and it also it's like, it's kind of like a thing you sometimes see in kids' movies where it's almost meant to kind of, like, empower children. Yeah. Like, even you can change the way the world is. Yeah, know, and they... I think,
0: and you know what? I am okay with that message in principle. Like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with, like, discussing the agency children can have. Like, I think that's something that I think more people could stand to stay aware of as they grow older. But the thing of this is is that it's very... It's strange where we talk a, a lot about how uh, some of the lessons that they teach in these movies are very cynically designed. But... I don't know. There are some movies that are able to like sort of rise above that and still able to like have a bigger message or a broader theme to this, but with this one, it's like I yeah. don't know, because
1: the only reason that the main character who is the other one, the child character, is able to make a difference know, we'll is because she's
0: rich. the child of yeah. the people
1: who are in charge. Yeah, so. we'll get
0: to we'll get to her. So she and her friends, like you said, they invent extreme cliff diving and That's another thing. They aren't fairies. They just made these like flower petal wings that That they just flap around. Act
1: exactly like wings. Yeah, which
0: makes you wonder like why not just make them See, I always think they
1: were gonna get some kinda like sparkly transformation sequence, but that didn't happen. Yeah, I'm
0: I gotta admit, I'm kinda disappointed with the lack of sparkly. Transformation sequences,
1: yeah. I feel like Diamond Castle kinda we reached our peak of sparkly transformation sequences in that movie.
0: That almost feels a little sad, because now that we've entered in... Like, one thing, I guess, to credit this movie, like, uh, Rainmaker's, like, new technology and the new animation engines that they're using, like, they've been doing a lot of great improvements, and it looks, like, it looks oversaturated to all heck, but it, it looks decent, like, even... If the character designs aren't the most appealing thing in the world, it yeah, still feels I think that's
1: just a sort of general. This movie doesn't really look and feel that much like the Barbie movies we've seen before. It's kind of
0: yeah. It felt like it, this was like some original project that someone kind of farted out, and they realized, oh wait, we can we can attach Barbie to this, and then yeah,
1: be, and because like there isn't like a Barbie equivalent in the main story, it even feels like less like
0: yeah a Barbie yeah.
1: thing. It's just kind of yeah you know, generic. Uh, So kids thumbelina. Uh
0: So anyway, they're doing their own thing. Uh, she's flying around with her two friends Janessa and Chrisella, which woof, those are names, but uh eventually
1: How dare you insult my favorite characters? (laughs) Not really, but
0: we have to get into like who our favorite Barbie franchise characters are at some point. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this right now, listener. They ain't in this one! <laughs> no. So, but, uh, their revelry is interrupted when suddenly they hear rumblings in the distance. Oh, what could it be? Could it be man?
1: Ba-ba-ba.
0: Yeah, yes, that's right, man. And as suddenly yeah. a bunch of construction equipment and a limo, not a limo, it's an SUV. Yeah. Begin to pull up. One
1: of those obnoxiously blocky rich people cars. It's oh, like yes. oh, we yeah. don't even want to touch the other cars on the road.
0: Oh yeah. You got to got to show just how few miles per gallon we get on this baby. <laughs> <laughs> so this construction crew they're going to apparently level this field where Their
1: construction crew that consists of four people. Four
0: people. I mean, I guess points for like Trying to add some more visual variety. Because a big problem that has been in present in the other Barbie movies is that, like, you'll have character models that look ridiculously similar to the point where you get the impression that they just swapped the hair and the yeah. eyes and did nothing else. But, I don't know, the the construction crew that they have, they felt a little too cartoony. Yeah,
1: they definitely... The human designs in this one are a bit more like exaggerated. And yeah. your Barbie movie. And you got kind of like the two of them that are like those one characters from the 101 Dalmatians. Oh,
0: yeah. The the two like henchmen dudes who are like, oh, whatever you say, boss. And they
1: then you, t- we, you got stereotypical New Yorker guy.
0: Hey, I'm building here. I'm going to bulldoze these flowers because god darn I hate them. They literally say that, listener. He won't stop talking about how much he hates these flowers. It's that subtle. Uh,
1: And then there's the girl one.
0: The goyle. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, but uh, God, we need to talk about these rich people. Okay. Yeah. So, in the car. So, uh,
1: bro Jared and (laughs) his gamer wife are in the car with their, uh, daughter. And, of course, there's the whole thing where, like, oh, they're on yeah. their phones and they don't pay attention to her. And then uh, the daughter, McKenna, obviously. Which, of is, course, yeah. like,
0: the only way that she could have had a more generic rich girl, like... McKaylee. Be, Ugh, or, like, uh, uh, Jacqueline or <laughs> something Lynn. You yes. g- always gotta end in, uh, end it with the Lynn, because yeah. that's how you know you're a class. But
1: McKenna is a video chatting on her phone with her friend Violet, who's another rich girl that she's essentially the whole thing is she essentially tries to impress her with the things she has.
0: Yeah. Then- okay. So, point of order with Violet. On the phone, She, you know what she's bragging about, listener? She's bragging that her parents bought her a private island that they're going to name after her. And... They completely gloss over this thing, but they talk about how, like, oh, yeah, apparently the island is named something else to the people who already live there, but they're just going to change it for me. And it's like, Uh, yeah, Barbie with that
1: woke colonialism commentary. Like, love it.
0: Like, like, they just put that there. And it's like, I can't tell if it's meant to be a joke.
1: I'm pretty sure it's meant to be a joke.
0: I, uh, I don't know. Like this movie feels just so unquestioning and uncritical. Like, like I think like,
1: this is a character you're supposed to not like. So yeah. it's. Okay. I I uh, thought it was kind
0: of funny, but yes, <laughs> I, know, but I mean I'm surprised that they went there. But oof.
1: yeah. But uh, either way, that's kind of the situation where, and for
0: some with. reason, McKenna thinks that like, oh, you know, it's gonna. Totally beat out a private island. Something that's gonna be totally equal. Dad, go dig up that field of flowers. And it's like, oh, they gotta contrive
1: some way to get the
0: yeah main yeah.
1: characters in her house. Yeah,
0: so the three the three uh twinle bees are hiding out in the flowers. Yeah, and we as... also
1: forgot to mention they established where they have this rule where they're like not allowed to talk to humans. So essentially, it is bee movie. <laughs> You like jazz?
0: I used to, Emma.
1: <laughs> what you don't want to enjoy jazz with the Jerry Seinfeld bee? <laughs> I bet he has good taste. It'll be like a, that La La Land movie. Uh,
0: Listener, this may be the movie that breaks me. So, <laughs> so uh, eventually, the three uh, Tony bees wake up and oh, they're in a luxury apartment and boy, howdy! Does this make me not like this girl anymore? Cause so she has this like pug dog and they just uh, get like Be
1: prepared for the pug to really get on your nerves in yeah. the movie.
0: This freaking scene where the pug is just chasing them around this apartment. This thing goes on for like two minutes longer than it needs to. Yeah,
1: yeah it could have had some character development. Could have
0: you know, could've but, talked you know, about like Maybe their society, maybe talked about like the distant relationship it kind of feels with her parents, or heck, even like give some more time to like show her how she starts off as spoiled and then realizes, oh shoot, I, I have like, there are consequences and I need to like think about my actions and nope, just freaking pun.
1: that makes a big comedy noise every time it bumps into something. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, Isn't it entertaining? Isn't it fun?
0: Mm, so, it kind of ends up walking in, and uh, she. So they end up hiding in this dollhouse, and I mean this was kind of amusing. Where the dog, what's the dog's name? Pugle? Poof poofles. poofles which is doesn't make any sense because pugs aren't poofy. Why you call them poofles? If he ain't poofy,
1: maybe they were just really wish they could have had Bibble in this. Sorry, <laughs> oh
0: my God, they were could,
1: missing that puffball. Could you? And imagine. I feel like, I feel like we. Oh my God! Too. What
0: if they just made fairy Fairytopia? Like, what if they just made this a Fairytopia movie?
1: Found some way to like a uh, integrate tie it into it the, in. the real
0: world. Like, they don't care about the canon of Fairytopia oh, we could just forget that the mermaids exist, whatever. Make make Pooples interact with Like, at with the Pibble. very end,
1: it doesn't even, like, he doesn't show up for the rest of the movie, but, like, as they do the fade-out, he just, like, randomly shows up and he's like, goodbye! <laughs> and it's, and it's just leaving so many children oh so confused. <laughs> but, inside, they know that they've seen the light, so.
0: Uh, so, Poofles is causing a ruckus and points to the dollhouse and McKenna looks inside and, oh, they're all standing still. And I will say, they I I found it kind of amusing that they had, like, actual Barbie dolls in there, <laughs> which added, like, a weird meta element where I'm like, okay, cute. But uh eventually they're about to escape because I thought that this whole movie was going to pull a Tinkerbell and... Oh, there's that the, one Tinkerbell the, movie. Tinkerbell
1: and the Great Fairy Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a bit like that movie, too. I was
0: expecting it to go full on that, because those movies came out at about the same time, mm-hmm. and, like, it's a pretty well-worn narrative. But, like, I was expecting, like, them to be like, oh, we gotta we gotta figure out a way to escape. i staying secret. But nope. Uh, as soon as McKenna says that, oh, yeah, they're gonna level that field soon to build a factory... Uh, Which
1: they never specify what the factory is making, so. For all we know, it could be making uh, artificial replacement limbs, so. Or.
0: Yes. Or solar panels, or cures for cancer. Uh
1: Uh-huh. So, who's the real evil person in this movie, is all I'm saying.
0: You know, they should have just let the rich do what they wanted. I know. I I mean, man, this movie has made me just really think about it, because when you really think about it, The real people who struggle, the real people who have it hard, are the people who live in those big old penthouses with literally everything they want given to them. But, see,
1: sometimes people yell at Elon Musk for reposting catgirl art on Twitter without credit. And that's just not fair to rich people. I know,
0: I'm just, I just feel so bad. I just, Elon, if you ever listen, I know you're a big fan, I'm just... Baby, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you call Elon baby Bill. <laughs> oh god.
0: He knows. Anyway, um Thumbelina confronts McKenna and and she decides, like, oh oh, I'm just gonna like keep you with me and like uh mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a pretty realistic reaction where she's like, as soon as she sees this thing, she's like, oh, cool. I get to. I'm gonna own you now, because that's what I'm about, but. Mm. Uh, she.
1: He also does think she's a robot at first.
0: Yeah, which. Okay, uh. But surprisingly, they actually escape mm-hmm. without any difficulty, which, like, kind of subverted some expectations on my part, but then Thumbelina realizes oh, shoot, I need to, like, stop her and, like, make her change her mind about the factory so she decides like that she's gonna stay while the other two fairy friends oh also i forgot to mention there's like a hummingbird it's it's eh. it's
1: a very chubby hummingbird i I will say i like the
0: design of the hummingbird It was cute but i mean it looked like something you would see in a like juice commercial but eh. so actually a lot of this movie looks like a juice commercial (laughs) Anyway.
1: Now with 87% juice, <laughs> don't ask what the uh, thirteen percent is. What the twenty-three percent is. No, it's, it's a secret.
0: It's thirteen. Anyway, uh, anyway I, it's, it's, a, it's Math. Anyway. It's a... So uh Thumbelina decides to stay while the other fairies decide to head back to the field and cause hijinks to ensue. And so they decide uh, she's going to reveal herself and she talks to McKenna and says like alright, I will do what you want to do because she's on the phone McKenna's on the phone with her friends and she's bragging about I don't know, something and McKenna's like, oh I got something completely unique and
1: mm, essentially th- the deal is the uh,
0: Thumbelina will make stuff for her, I guess using her magic and
1: apparently she has a designer handbag making with leave powers she, as Yeah, well. she
0: turns and, 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 like, I can't tell if this was, like, a product placement or not because she looked at, because McKenna looked at the bag and said, like, wow, it looks just like a Melinda Chang. And it's, like, that feels way too specific for that not to be a brand, but I am not going to look that up because I don't want to advertise for them. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: But essentially the deal is that McKenna won't tell uh, anyone about the Twiller bees and also that she'll convince her parents to not build because Thumbelina had overheard earlier that their parents are all about just giving her whatever she wants. But of course we learn over the course that even though they provide her with material objects, they never give her what she truly needs, which is parental love and self-growth.
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> they, at literally every scene, they talk about how, we love you, sweetie. Like, they make her breakfast. They, like, even though they're busy with their jobs, they actually make a point to interact with her. Like, they are not terrible parents. Sure, they spoil the heck out of her. But, like, in terms of, like, this type of story where the rich pair, like, oh, oh, what, wo- where they try to pull a woe is me to the but rich kid?
1: They're on their phones. They're on their phones.
0: <laughs> I should have known. the ultimate
1: sign of parental neglect in children's movies.
0: I, sh- How silly of me. I should have seen the signs. Smartphone usage. We, we need to call Child Protective Services on them. They are also, using their
1: phones. Also, her father is pro-Jared, so... <clears throat> Look it up. It's
0: true. I'm gonna... Oh. I mean, listener, if you don't know anything about who that man is, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, don't. so she makes the thing for them, and, like, the next day, uh, McKenna is talking to them about, like, I don't know. that She, like, starts to make their case, but, oh, the, there's some shenanigans going on in the field where they yeah. cause their equipment to malfunction by uh Throwing
1: a bunch of flowers and then there's another scene where they like tear up the uh
0: wiring um, yeah and...
1: wiring so some great direct action from the twiller bees i will admit
0: yeah and,
1: but that's all the shenanigans and of course the, all the construction workers are like "Ooh, whoops i wonder how that happened yeah so like, that's the other things that are going on in this movie So, uh, she has a conversation with her parents where she tries to convince them to not build in the meadow, but then they just kind of, uh, essentially brush her off and don't really listen to her, and that's the...
0: These smartphones. And then she's
1: like, oop, I attempted.
0: Yeah, she doesn't seem to take it very seriously, and she seems to even want to break her promise, because... She's talking to her friends, Violet, and this other girl, Ashlyn, who has only, like, two lines in this movie, uh, talking Mm. about how, like, oh, I'm gonna have something that's totally unique, and it's, like, clear that, like, oh, she's gonna show off Thumbelina, all right. And because of that... um, She, like,
1: buys some accessories, and she's like, Thumbelina, I'm gonna give you a makeover. And Thumbelina is like, why? Like, (laughs) like,
0: because... Yeah, which... (laughs) I appreciate that honesty with that.
1: Yeah. Also, she has a conversation with Thumbelina where they established that back then her parents are like, when they get successful, they want to have a picnic in a garden, which...
0: Like, what do they do? What is this factory for? Like, if it was... Like, I feel like just generic business business is not gonna cut it here.
1: They work at Business Inc. (laughs) They make business factories... Yeah. But they put out. They work at the business corporation. That. Yes.
0: Uh, I mean, credit to Thumbelina. She's not an idiot. She catches on to this pretty quickly. Yeah. But.
1: But they're doing the makeover, and she's like, oh, I've never had the makeover before. And then. Uh, Thumbelina starts talking about her friends, and then. How? She's like, yeah, my friends are all friends, and then like McKenna's like, but my friends are don't act like friends to me, and she's like, and then Thumbelina's like, but I think you're my friend, or like I'm your friend, and it's like, when,
0: when, what? what, what, why, like this is one of those things where if they had like a montage of her like say building stuff for her, and then like you could like make a simple montage of them having the fairies delay construction in a lot of hijinky ways, and have a montage of Thumbelina and McKenna being more close. And perhaps McKenna, like, keeping attempting, quote marks, uh, to talk to the parents. But, oh, nope, it didn't work. And, like, you could show off that tension between her and Thumbelina. And it's like, you wouldn't have to really change much from an animation, like, standpoint. But
1: where are they going to fit the five-minute pug chase sequence? Okay? We gotta have priorities with this movie. This is what the people want. And what they want is pug chase sequences.
0: I guess so. So, Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is that on the day where uh, McKenna's supposed to show Thumbelina off. Thumbelina basically repairs this garden up in the penthouse that is like uh, all disheveled and stuff like that, and so she's gonna... She basically starts to regrow it, and then McKenna sees what's sees how beautiful it is, and that's when she realizes, "Oh, I don't want to actually oust this person and break my promise. I've changed." But nope. Before she could see that she's changed, Thumbelina flies off, and
1: because uh, she bring her friends come over, and they're like, "Okay, we're ready to see the unique thing." Yeah. And then Thumbelina is like, oh no, I can't believe this person that who I'm... I've known for two days and who has been this kind of rude and dismissive to me the whole time betrayed me.
0: So Thumbelina flies off and uh, meanwhile McKenna tells off Violet and says, you aren't my real friends. I don't want to be around you anymore. Get out of my house.
1: Either way, McKenna decides to take a little bike ride down to the field in order to meet with Thumbelina again and explain herself so they can have the makeup section, so...
0: Yeah. And, like, shout out to this 10 to 12 year old biking alongside a freaking highway. Mm -hmm. Like, I can tell you, in my experience, it ain't that fun and whimsical, kids. Cars are scary. It's true. it's true. So. But she ends up getting there, and yet, yeah, as you mentioned, they have that little makeup scene, and it's like. Yeah. And yeah.
1: they show her this little patch, which we forgot to mention, where essentially all the baby twiller bees are going to be born in this little flower patch. So.
0: Yeah. Adding
1: some extra stakes to why they can't destroy the field.
0: Yep. You can't kill the babies. So. Yeah. So uh, this. As if this wasn't just the thing to make McKenna realize she was wrong. Now she really knows she's wrong. And so she goes to her parents and she's thinking, how could I possibly make them like pay attention? So Sambolina and friends decide, oh, we're going to make your greenhouse look like it did in the painting. So we're going to... Spruce it up and have another montage.
1: Yeah, and we get some hilarious pug hose action.
0: Including the pug making like a ballerina pose while slipping and falling.
1: Hey, love that I we have l- these scenes in this movie and not any developing the relationship between Thumbelina and It's funny characters. because
0: the humor is non-challenging and won't make me question my sensibilities.
1: Hey, you didn't like the island jokes, so <laughs> but either way, so they have it, I, then... I want to
0: apologize to Barbie Island Princess.
1: Barbie Island. Such better times.
0: Anyway. I miss the rats. I do too. Oof. I don't know. Maybe. Oh no, I can't. Wait.
1: Alright, so either way, she brings them to the greenhouse and then they have their moment. And And she
0: makes them put down the phone.
1: Yeah, so this movie also has like an element of millennials be on their phones, right?
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Hashtag relatable like Has- if you cry every time.
1: Stag. Look at all these stolen art pictures we found on the internet of people on their phones. It really makes think we live in a society. Whoop.
0: Mm. You know, what if we're the black mirror?
1: What if phones, but too
0: much. <laughs> so the parents start to like listen to her but once she brings up the fact of, of like oh you you need to stop developing this factory the parents i guess are kind of realistic and they're like sweetie we know you like it but we're not gonna do that shut up <laughs> and they walk out <laughs> and, and then... i hope it's um comes out and is like You're gonna be murderers if you do this.
1: Which everyone knows that rich people respect the land rights when they know that people live on them.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. No large company has ever disrespected the sovereign lands of any native residents.
1: Right? Uh, Okay.
0: So... But seeing this, oh, they changed their heart once they realized that they might kill the babies. So, oh, they gotta, they gotta get into the car. But oh no, they're trying to call the developers who have been having a lot of hijinks and are getting real pissed. And then peed. New
1: Yorker guy is like, "We gotta kill the we flowers. We gotta
0: kill these fucking flowers, and or every- I'm gonna lose my bean."
1: Oh yeah, he yeah, the New Yorker guy goes kind of insane at the yes. end. Because while they're trying to like start the construction, the fairies are trying to do more. I mean, the twiller bees are yeah. trying to do more distracting things. So they make a big flower with a scary face on it, and they have the birds pelt them with acorns, which slows them down. Even though they're in big industrial equipment, with yeah, like or something. It, the
0: acorns is literally bouncing clang off of the thing, and it's not, it's not harming them. It's like like yeah. you are more effective by sabotaging the equipment.
1: But then again. For the context of these construction workers, it does appear that nature itself is rebelling against them. So, yeah, kind of understandable why they would freak out about that.
0: I suppose so.
1: so. So, New Yorker guy is like, I will kill all the trees. And he starts... He also weirdly becomes, like, the villain character in, like, the last little bit of this uh, movie. Yeah,
0: I mean... Because everyone
1: knows blue-collar workers are the true bad guys in these stories, and not the rich CEOs that created the problem in the first place.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, these parents? Oh, they're totally not at fault at all. They just want to make a business to help them fund making gifts for their daughter. That's it. And it is
1: really great that they helps to stop the problem that they created.
0: Yeah, so, oh, there's a traffic jam on the bridge, so McKenna's got to ride her bike there, and once again, the parents are talking about how, like, oh, we love you, we're so proud of you, we're so supportive, and we're clearly, like, we're, the director's clearly skimped out on the potential drama of the family, but whatever, she gets to the flower field, and she... Does a cool Stranger Things skin in front of the the bulldozer and is all like, Stop! I care about this suddenly, so you need to not hurt these plants. And the construction guy
1: is like, No, I must kill all the plants, because I'm evil now.
0: Yeah. By the order of my parents, which is like, Forget in the name of the law or in the name of, like, decency. Nah, we gotta... The rich people. (laughs) Anyway, so, more fairy hijinks ensued to stop him from going any further. Because he's about to ride over the Twinlebee's home. And, oh, that's when the parents show up. And, uh, soon, they knock him out of the truck. And, oh, oh, they then, they then, uh, cause the, the truck... To pick him up, and oh, they're giving him a wedgie, and oh, he's hanging around, and oh, isn't- isn't this guy freaking stupid for doing his job? Yeah.
1: He's, like, the bad guy here now, even though the parents started- So, yeah, the parents
0: talk about, oh, it's over, you should stop. And- and so he runs off. He's like, are you
1: gonna pay me for the work I did? And they're like, no.
0: Shout out- actually- To their credit, I guess, like, the other construction workers actually, like, are a little, like, we're not so sure about this, boss. And, uh, he's like, then I'll force you guys to pay for all the lost time we had on construction. It's like, that's way too expensive. And it's like, then you better work then. And it's like, yeesh. Like, th- th- that's the thing that, like, really weirds me out and frustrates me about this movie is that it hits so close to home in a lot of places, but it's still just, like...
1: Uh, either way, they stop it, and then I guess they are they take the parents to go see the Twillerby babies being born, so we get that whole Cena. sequence where and we like... got our little little tiny baby toys that can be sold, but...
0: Buy it at Target exclusively. Get get a whole TwinBee baby pack with all the different colors, and uh, like they they're flying around on around it, and it's weird because they were talking about how like oh we want to build these wings so we can fly and see them as they're being born, and it's like that'd be like taking a drone to a maternity ward so you can see it. See the birth process from all well, these are very
1: clean births though. So they just pop out of the flowers. Which is probably the one of the few actual references to
0: Thumbelina, Anna. yeah. Like I don't know why they called it Thumbelina when they could just say like Barbie in a fairy secret or Barbie in I think
1: a fairy secret is a different Barbie movie. It
0: is a different Barbie movie, one that would come later. Or oh Barbie, the Great Fairy Rescue Ba-bam!
1: Did it. Did it.
0: Yeah, we did it, Mattel. Anyway, so they witness this, and the parents decide, well, someone else might try to develop here, so we're just going to buy this land, and it's going to be protected forever as a nature preserve. Yep. Yeah. Well, and then that's where we cut back to the present, with Barbie talking to the kids about how, like, See, even a small fairy made a big difference.
1: She so didn't really it was actually the rich people deciding to be generous that actually yeah. affected I mean
0: in a permanent way. Yeah.
1: Isn't that just life though?
0: Mm. The few one
1: percenters deciding the fate of our world and we don't really have any control of it aside from just shouting into the void and opening uh, Something changes for the better, but you know we're kind of stuck yeah. in a bad future right now. You know,
0: so. and that's—I think—that's the core of what really frustrates me—is that you have this potential. Like, you could make this story about someone like learning to speak truth to power in this situation. One subtle change that they could have done is that instead of like making Thumbelina already the bravest of them all. Like, it could have been a simple matter of her finding her voice and learning to, like, speak up for herself and learning how to be brave and all that stuff. Like, it still wouldn't change, like, the overarching problems of the parents being the ones that ultimately solve everything. But at least it could bring out something a little bit extra to you help this. You know
1: I think this movie needed? It needed a slime villain versed by Tim Curry. <laughs> or a... Tall, green-clad villain that inspires a phantom shipping him with himself.
0: And that's Barbie <laughs> Thumbelina. So, Emma, what did you think of this movie?
1: Oh, yeah, also the ending implied that events were real. The real events life. were real,
0: and yeah, the framing device, oh, it was real, and the fairies are actually interacting with them, and it's like, and Barbie, like, waves at them, and it's just like, wait, wait, Barbie, What? Is this something that just happens at orientation where, like, oh, hey, welcome to the Nature Preserve, Uh, congratulations for the job. Just to let you know, fairies fucking exist, all right? Well, but you have to so keep it know, on the, the DL. The
1: characters in the movie don't seem that shocked by this revelation either.
0: Okay, fair enough. But
1: either, um, yeah, I feel like I kind of realized I disliked it more than I thought when I t- started thinking back on it. Like there's really only like kind of one character arc with like the McKenna. little girl, but even then. But even very, then like, her whole
0: at most her terma- developed. Yeah. And if anything, like the character arc that's better emphasized is like her learning to like stand up to her friends. And yeah. It's like
1: But that is not the story. Um I'd give it one and a half private islands out of five.
0: I give it one drawn out pug sequence out of five. Oh God! Uh, it I'm... does
1: feel like there are five of those in this movie. <laughs> so you know, a thir- the first like completely non familiar Barbie movie, um, you know, not off to a great start. No, but, but who knows? Here's the thing:
0: I know for a fact that they do actually go to some interesting places with this.
1: But you know the kind of thing is though. At least it does like feel. Oh my like, god! Different from the other movies, you know.
0: They, you know, when they were freaking releasing this, what they rushed this out to make it for Earth Day.
1: Uh...
0: Oh my! If that ain't the kicker, God, wow. Anyway, yeah, th- no, listener, watch Ferngully instead.
1: Or B-Movie?
0: Watch m- B-Movie. Don't watch the Lorax. I will stand by that that movie... I, I mean, I will say, I think it's more indicative of the bad quality of the Lorax, that a movie that was probably made for a tenth of that movie's budget is still the same amount of cynical. That it had the same moral conviction as a direct video movie that was rushed out to make an Earth Day release. I don't
1: know. I feel like... This movie would have been improved if it did have Danny DeVito in it, though.
0: Don't make me defend that movie. <laughs> anyway. If you watch
1: any of those other movies, don't... You probably can skip this one. You know, yes, please.
0: It. Please do. But, but,
1: you know, what? who knows what'll come next?
0: Yeah, I'm ex... Well, I'll tell you what's going to be coming next. Uh, Because if you guys are familiar with the Barbie movie Chronology, you know that the actual next movie that was on the schedule was barbie christmas the christmas carol. carol but because it wasn't like holiday season just yet we're planning on releasing this like the first weeks we of december yeah
1: i can't wait so back.
0: until then thank you dear listener for uh dealing with us i don't i know we talk about how we don't want to be too negative when we watch these movies but
1: you can only muster up so much enthusiasm for barbie presents timbalina
0: yeah, I I will say this: it definitely subverted my expectations of what I thought this movie was going to be. I yeah. totally thought it was going to be another like
1: fairytopia type
0: movie, which
1: I am at the very least I'm kind of glad it isn't just another like go. Oh, on there's the an evil fairy and yeah. we gotta
0: stop her. But
1: yeah,
0: at the same time, it's like
1: since that's been like the past like
0: five, For, uh, yeah. five
1: movies, it feels like so. yeah. I mean, it's not really good, but at least it is like something a bit. More interesting to talk about, definitely. But yeah, that's Thumbelina.
0: Yeah, not much else to say. Indeed. So a lot shorter episode today, but you know, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Emma, where can people enjoy your great mm-hmm. work?
1: I work for the Shield, ESI. Yeah, there we go.
0: Follow her Twitter too. Yeah. Yeah, links in the doobly do. Anyway, mm-hmm. and as for me, listener. There's a couple of things that are in the works right now. I'm obviously not going to be able to get into too many specifics, but if you enjoy what I do, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Henry and follow our podcast, at Pod. and you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, enjoy some of my good hot takes there, and if you are so inclined, uh, you can just chuck a dollar a month to my Patreon, help me pay the bills, and you can get all of the stuff from my YouTube videos to the pink owl, to, like, all the other stuff I do, a little early, as well as a little extra stuff, so uh, just a dollar a month. I feel like I don't shamelessly plug my stuff enough.
1: You should, shamelessly.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if this movie taught me anything, clearly, you need to be able to lay yourself bare in the hopes that more wealthy and financially affluent people can help you. <laughs> oof god apologies any potential patreon supporters that paints it in a real cynical light i apologize but anyway thank you as always for uh listening and supporting and tweeting and all that stuff we are i'm looking very forward to this next holly jolly episode so now
1: we're gonna have a christmas in october it's gonna be great (laughs)
0: Tell <laughs> Well Well for us at least. Yeah. So uh Bye Bye